Hello, Internet, and welcome once again to the Always Online Podcast, brought to you by MMOBomb.com. We're here this week to wrap up all the news in the world of multiplayer gaming. Of course, we had the Game Awards last night, so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about there. We won't go through all of it, uh, but if you watch Gaming Gumbo, uh, Gaming Gumbo over on Ready Check Radio, of course, tomorrow we will find out exactly who was right, who was wrong, on all of their predictions. That'll be tomorrow, Saturday night, over on Ready Check Radio. But today we'll cover the multiplayer gaming news and some other stuff. We've got one more. One more. One more after this. We'll have an Always Online podcast next Friday as usual, but then it'll be two weeks off because Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve both fall on Fridays. We're going to give everybody off of the podcast. We'll still be here covering news, what little bits trickle in, but... Uh, we will not be doing a podcast, so next week will be our sign-off for 2021, and we'll see you in January as we do every year. But make sure you're following us on YouTube, on iTunes, on Spotify. Like, subscribe, do all that good stuff. If you love what we do here and you love all the vamp revamping we've done this year, uh, then tell your friends. Easiest, fastest, cheapest way to support us. Joining me to go over all of it. Mr. Jason Winter with a Magic the Gathering shirt and it looks like some boxers in the background. Not like underwear boxers, but like fighters in the background. Those are in the closet behind the right. <laughs> Yes, that is title about the uh, game of professional boxing simulation by Avalon Hill, which came out in 1981. 80 or 81. I'm not that sure was the year I was born. Yeah, well, I'm sure you know all the guys in that box and all like 200 or so boxes in there. Right? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Name, name one. Name, name one. Muhammad Ali. Okay, very good. Yeah, that's, all right. That's the first one everyone's going to think of. Yeah. <laughs> you, now you. You have to name a boxer from before 1980. Not Muhammad Ali. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> also on the line, doesn't know her boxers pre-1981, Ms. Quinlan Bowers. What's up, Q? Doesn't know her boxers post-1981 either. <laughs> oh, you've heard of Mike Tyson, haven't you? Oh, I forgot about him. Okay. Well, yeah, but wasn't he like Olympic boxer at that time? Well, I'm just she said post 1981, so I'm uh, like, okay. Go ahead. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah, no, I actually forget that these people exist. So you mean, you mean you don't know about about the infamous Chalky Wright? Oh, Chalky Wright. What about what about Johnny Kilbane? Oh. Oh, that's a good name, though. Good I, name. I know. Yeah, how, how about Rocky Marciano? Right. Yes, that's he's one. in the box too. That's there you one. go. There that's you go. one. Who was the Cinderella Man? Who was that movie after? Um. I don't know. Russell Crowe was awesome in I it, though. Know. He was awesome in it. But we're not here to talk about boxers, whether they're Jason's boxers or title bout boxers. We're here to talk about multiplayer gaming. So let's just slide over and get started with the news. We could be talking about multiplayer boxing games. Yeah, Terra Nova's right, I and mean, we could do throw George Foreman in there. Yeah. Yep, George, George Foreman's Foreman. in the box. Yeah. yeah. See, see, all of these people are people I've just literally forgotten exist. <laughs> well, I mean, you you got a George Foreman grill, right? Yeah. Nope. Is one of those uh, in the box? There has not been a George Foreman grill anywhere near me in like two decades. I uh, that seems like a very personal statement, like you. <laughs> <laughs> like boy, Actually, that's about when I had one boy too. Boy, I, I didn't like it very much. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there. Did you pull a Michael Scott and accidentally like cook your foot, and so now you don't buy them, or what's what who? happened? Oh, Michael what? Scott, The Office. Oh my God, uh, who? Oh, I don't watch The oh. Office. Oh. Yeah, neither do I. Yeah, oh. The Office doesn't appeal to me at all. Ugh. 
All right. Well, I just lost some friends. Uh, let's talk about some weird news. And uh, believe me, you can't make some of this shit up. You legitimately just cannot make some of this stuff up. So we reported early in the week that Myth of Empires was delisted from Steam. Now, at the time, all we knew was that they got hit with a DMCA takedown, and a lot of people thought Conqueror's Blade did it. And I, I guess you could kind of see the logic there, Jason, in you know similar types of games in the vein of what they're trying to do, and you know. Mm. But where was the copyright infringement? Like, did they use assets? And if so, how did they get them? Like, you know, how did they pull them from from uh, Conqueror's Blade? So all we had to go on was. We knew it wasn't Conqueror's Blade. Both the CB team and the Myth of Empires team, although Myth of Empires was a bit informal, where CB was very formal and put it right on their Twitter, uh, said, hey, Conqueror's Blade had nothing to do with this. Hmm. Myth of Empires, you're okay by us. Do your thing. Uh, you, you know you know what I think led to it, too, was internet lawyers being like, well, Myth of Empires has these big medieval battles, and so does Conqueror's Blaze, or clearly they stole it. Or, that's not how DMCA really works, guys, or copyright. Yeah. <laughs> well, in the... Even how gaming development works. Like, well, you're going to yeah, But then you have, you have companies like uh, Wargaming who totally just use DMCA for whatever the hell they want to use oh, it for. Oh, sure, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but this is a little bigger than YouTube, right? This is getting your game delisted. Now, that means nobody else can buy it on Steam. At the time, if you already owned it, you were fine. However, that even might change as the week went on and we got even more information, Jason, about exactly who was making the copyright claim, what they were alleging, and the fact that they are trying to get the servers delisted as well now. Yeah, so it turns out that it comes from Studio Wildcard and Snail Games, uh, maker, publisher, and developer of, of ARK, Survival Evolved. And they might have a case here if what they allege is true. They say that uh, Angela Game, the developer of Myth of Empires, was founded in 2020 by a former employee of Snail Games China, quote, who had access to the ARK source code, and that, and that Myth of Empires includes, as they say, Hundreds of matching class, variable, and function names in a preliminary analysis, which they say confirms that ARC source code was used in Myth of Empires. Yeah, so being in software development myself, Q, I'm initially inclined to kind of fall on the side of ARC here. Um, yeah, in theory, right? Like Jason, Q, and I could all per, you know, individually be working on some piece of software project that is designed to do similar things, and maybe some of our objects, our classes, and things like that might share a name, right? You, you might not be overly specific about naming certain things when you're defining classes, and it's just, you know, Bebop 1. I say that because Chad is talking about Cowboy Bebop being canceled very quickly off of Netflix. Uh, no season two on that one. Uh, so this is Bebop 1, this is Bebop 2. But when you start to see, okay, yeah, these generic names matching, all right, I give you the benefit of the doubt, but if they have gone through the source code enough to look at all of these class names and uh, event names and item names and designations and definitions and say, dude, 
there's just no way some of these titles would have been what you made up because that this is clearly ours. I think it gets worse and worse for Myth of Empires the more of those that there are. Well, and they do say hundreds, right? So they've gone yeah. through and found hundreds of instances of this being the case. And yeah, you're going to have... And that's just their preliminary analysis. Right, but you're you're going to have people, you know, inadvertently naming some, using the same name for something, right? Because generic names or whatever. But having hundreds of them and having those names being applied to the actual to to the same things, right? Because just because you use bebop and I use bebop doesn't necessarily mean we're even using them for the same right. thing. Right, right, could be totally different it, variables. If it's a one-for-one one match on a bunch of these things, then it's, you know, it's kind of a problem. Jason, uh, it's, I really wish they would have just given us one, right? They would have, like, we saw Ark Survival underscore T-Rex underscore Roar in their yeah. source file. Like, just give us one of the most egregious examples of this matching. Well, when we've seen that in some other games, like, I remember uh, there was a, Battle Royale, I think, that used almost the exact same images from two different, you know, exact same assets from two different, from another game. And yeah, I think if I can actually find the real suit, which I've done a little bit of looking around, I can't find like the actual listing or whatever, they probably do enumerate in those, here is this exact thing, this exact thing, and so on. So I think it wouldn't get to this point if they didn't have at least that much evidence of it. Yeah, and Steam is unfortunately caught in the middle, right? I mean, they kind of have to take it down, at least initially, uh, you know, I don't. I wouldn't assume that Steam is like prove your case or we're leaving them up. They're not going to be the judge or they're not going to adjudicate the whole situation. They're just going to say, "Hey, you got a copyright claim. Go solve it with them." I can't put your game up until you resolve this with them. It, it's going to be interesting to watch. It's certainly. I, I'm going to be honest. When I saw that it was Ark Survival Evolved, I was like, "What? How? How?" Like, those are two totally different games in my mind. Conqueror's Blade seemed a little more likely, given that they were in the same genres, they were kind of doing very similar things, even in different ways, and and then they said no, and we found out it was Ark Survival, and I told Jason, like, what? What? And he, yeah, it makes a little Ark sense because Myth of Empires does have that survival aspect to it that Conqueror's Blade doesn't, so it's kind of yeah. like a little of both. Like, it could have been either one. Uh, Mad Martha is saying to respond to Q, yeah, but in music, a band used the words goodbye Ruby Tuesday, go away you silly cow, and got sued into oblivion by the Rolling Stones record label. So yeah, the odd word here or there does matter. I think we're kind of well, getting a, in a, into a different there, copyright yeah. law there, but yeah. Yeah, the difference there is that is actual stuff that can be seen by, normally be seen by other people. Granted, you have, you know, data miners and stuff that are digging around and stuff, but your average person isn't looking at a video game and going, huh, on assets. Yeah, and and lyrics are copyrightable, of course. So. The difference right. is the DMCA is a Digital Millennium Copyright Act and the Rolling Stones are a millennium old, so. Yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> uh, here you go, Ember Sword. We've talked about it briefly on this show before, uh, they're one of those building a game based on, you know, the whole pay to earn NFTs slash crypto slash, you know, all that fun stuff. Right. Uh, whether or not you like that doesn't matter for this particular topic, whether or not you're interested in it doesn't matter. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah, it does. We'll get to that in a second, because what I just want to talk about on this particular topic is 
it just secured another new round of funding. Keep in mind that this game received over $200 million in pledges from gamers that wanted to buy the like the land in the game when they had their whole land grab stuff. But now they have new investors, some of which you're kind of like, okay, you know, uh, former Blizzard CCO uh, Rob Pardo, you're like, all right, that's, that dude's probably got a lot of money, probably does some investments and stuff. You know, okay, maybe in games, fine, work for Blizzard. Uh, former founder of Twitch, Kevin Lin. Okay, another uh, head that's got a ton of money, Q, and, you know, probably invests a little bit in the gaming sphere somewhere. And then there's influencers. Yes, influencers. Including people like YouTuber Dr. Disrespect. Investing, wanting a piece of the Ember Sword pay to earn pie cue. Yeah, as Martha pointed out, and as I told you when I wrote this piece, yeah. for Blizzard is not necessarily what you want to add to to your roster right now either. Um I mean, I don't know. I wrote the post, the whole thing just feels scummy to me anyway, and just attacking on certain some of the names that they did just kinda adds to it, so yeah, I mean, it's not exactly like I saw any of those names, Jason, and was like, you know what? This is a project I have to get behind. If these people are behind the project, I think I got to get behind it, too. All of these names kind of made me go, that seems a little skeevy. You'd have a hard time finding an article that I'd be less interested in than a <laughs> blockchain MMO that's going to be pay to earn that's sponsored by Dr. Disrespect or whatever. That... that... <clears throat> Yeah, I clicked on this. I looked at it for a few seconds. I was like, I don't. I feel I gotta take a shower now. <laughs> yeah, imagine writing it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why he assigned it to you, I guess. You're cleaner than I am. Yeah, it's it's a weird one, you know. And I'm not really sure how I I feel about Ember Sword personally yet. Like, it's not a game that I'm gonna be all that interested in as far as just playing it. I'm talking about conceptually. I think there's a lot of uh, good stuff, and Zach and I had this conversation offline, uh, Zach Sharps and I. I think there's an awful lot of good things that blockchain technologies can do in gaming. But we've talked about them on this show before, where I've made the point that the problem you have is that, in theory, these things can be very neat, can be very pro-consumer. You know, it's very cool to own certain things in games and be able to say, hey, Zach, you know what? I'm not playing Hearthstone anymore. You want these card backs? Give me that weapon skin in CSGO and we'll we'll trade or have a little market for those types of things. There is interesting applications that I think can be very, very beneficial. The problem is no company <laughs> introduces these things simply to be pro-consumer. Hmm. We already saw this week Ubisoft announced Ubisoft Quartz. And again, it's something that in theory, I'm like, there is a lot of cool applications that they can do for this. And they also started using the terms like eco-friendly NFT. Okay, you really need to lay out for me why that's eco-friendly. You can't just slap the term on there. Like, what is different? What are you doing different that makes it more eco-friendly than NFTs traditionally are? Uh, don't just buzzword me to death. But Ubisoft, and something I told Zach, Ubisoft is one of those companies, one of the top companies that I'd kind of be like, yeah, they're not going to be doing this out of the goodness of their heart or because they think this is cool. They can, the way they're mapping stuff out with Ubisoft Quartz, they could, 
in theory, Jason, artificially create value on items through their own scarcity, right? Like they create the fear of missing out on certain items, which give those items value. And Ubisoft, of course, scrapes pieces of all the transactions. Yeah, it's it's like the casino. You know, they want people to go in and wager their money to in the slot machine, whatever. Hope they get the big jackpot. Even though ninety eight point nine nine percent of them won't, but the casino will still make money off of it all. So that's what they're there for. You know. Yeah, and when a game goes away, it goes away. Thank yeah. you. You know, and unfortunately, we just live in an. But then age you can where... sell all the stuff you had in that game for like you know five cents on the dollar. Right, <laughs> right. Because that's what it's worth now. So you are still at the mercy of the game being a viable product in and of itself. NFTs and ownership of digital goods does not replace the fact that you still got to be wise, the cautious consumer about what you actually spend your money on. Yeah, and I, I feel like at, at this point in this entire sphere, it's there. It's not really a good way for a lot of people to tell. Um, the, the most of what I see about NFTs is usually what I see on Twitter because I follow a lot of artists and stuff like that, and they hate NFTs with a passion, like with a burning, burning passion. And part of the reason, oh is yeah, the because- Ubisoft Quartz announcement went over like a lead balloon, uh, like they legitimately. All do. All the NFT yeah, announcements. Yeah. Well, I mean, because when the when the NFTs thing first started coming out, everybody that I know was like, "All right, so now I've got to block this account on Twitter and this account and this account and this account because they're stealing my shit." And like, it's just you know, like there's been nothing that I, like I understand theoretically they could be good, but they're not being used for good. The, pro- <laughs> like, the, so- the problem it's stuck in though, Jason, is in this. You want companies that are going to use it in a pro-consumer way. So that's going to have to first come out of smaller companies, you know, indie studios or let's say single A studios. Uh, The ones that do want to be a little more consumer friendly because they actually have to attract customers more than certain AAA titles are going to be. But by proxy, that then means there's not a lot going on in most of those NFT markets because there's not a lot of people in them because it's some smaller games. All of these big companies, Square Enix, EA, uh, Ubisoft, like they all, Activision Blizzard, they all want a piece of this. They all love the idea. They're all investing in it to varying degrees. Make sure you're watching how much people are investing. Some are just throwing 100K at it just to simply be able to tell you they're investigating NFTs because it's a buzzword. Others are legitimately sinking millions of dollars into development and ideas for the technology. But until we get that, wow, here's the potential of it, it's always going to be like this fringe thing in gaming, even though I think there could be good things for consumers out of it. Will we get there? I don't know. And I think the small companies are not even that consumer-focused because they all want to be that I think of them like like I looked like I was looking through some old CCGs the other day, like some of my old cards back there, including games that you never heard of that didn't do anything. They released like one set, two hundred cards, and that's it. But they all wanted to get on that CCG bandwagon back in the late '90s, or whatever. And they think maybe this will be it. Maybe I'll do this, and it'll be huge. It'll be the next Magic the Gathering or whatever, the next Pokemon. And of course, they don't. Ninety-nine point nine percent of the time, but they all want to be on that thing and hope that they get into the ground level and. They yeah. try to convince people that they want to do it as well. Exactly. They want to be the yeah. Bitcoin investor when it was point zero 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 one. Yeah, um, exactly. You know, and yeah, people made and have made and will continue to make tons and tons of money. And this theoretically 
could let you earn some money. It, sure. Will we see it implemented in a way that is actually not a just a private market manipulated by the company implementing it? That remains to be seen. Last piece of you can't make this up news today. You just cannot make this up. <sighs> Amazon Games doing New World Server mergers. We all knew they were coming. The players that are still there want them to come, and they need to based on the, the population distributions right now. But Amazon Q, who, you know, runs most of the internet, <laughs> just literally runs most of the internet when it comes to servers and connections and web servicing. Uh, yeah, they had an outage on the day they were planning to do the New World Server mergers. So they had to go ahead and delay those. Yeah, I, I mean, it, every time you give me something to write about New World, it's just like, oh, shit's on fire again. <laughs> and I feel so bad about it. Like once, what, I just want to write, you know, like, oh, here's an expansion or any of the normal things that you would write about a game. I would really like to be able to do that because the players, obviously, the ones that are still there, obviously like the game. Like I know Justin was playing it until XIV came out. And he really liked it, except for the problems that it's having, right? So There's a lot of I they played it until the other thing that they really wanted, <laughs> right? That, that, there that was probably true. a lot of that. Yeah, there, there probably was, to be honest, which probably you know lends to needing the server merges even more. Mm -hmm. um, but the the good news is that the delay was basically like a day because a day, it was yeah. supposed to happen yesterday and i don't know if it has happened today but it was once they delayed it they delayed it to today so hopefully it goes through and their server merges work yeah the, the weird thing is though is all the people are crying for tokens to be able to move <laughs> <laughs> and they're like no you can't have those until we actually do server merges unless you still have right. the one you haven't used but if you've already used it you just gotta wait, so. Yeah, I, I literally when I assigned it to Q, Jason, I had the little addendum. I was like, file this under when it rains, it pours, because it's just I, the, I don't feel bad for them at all. The game yeah. can't catch a break at all, and ninety oh, well. percent of the wounds are self-inflicted. That's the worst yep. part. I feel bad for the players, yeah. not the company. Like I don't feel bad for Amazon. I see, but I don't at this point. <laughs> you, you know, you knew point. going in. You know now. Yeah deal with it you know 100% if, if you're still doing it why yep. <laughs> hey there's a hundred thousand people on right now that's uh keeping with that trend line though that's not a good trend line yeah you keep waiting for the MMO plateau and it just isn't happening yet uh for new world so we'll see uh let's uh, slide and talk about the game awards uh we have a ton of articles uh put up last night and some early this morning on a number of different announcements. Now, like I said, we're not going to go through uh, all the winners and losers and stuff. We did predictions for those. Zach, Jason, Yad, and myself, we'll cover those and how well or how not well we did on Gaming Gumbo tomorrow night better than others. on Ready Check Radio. But there was a lot of multiplayer news and a little bit of free-to-play. A little bit of free-to-play sprinkled in going back to our MMO Bomb free-to-play roots. First up... Friday the 13th, if you liked Friday the 13th, the game, you probably want to keep an eye on their latest project. It's now going to be the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, I really enjoyed Sumo no or Gun Interactive's Friday the 13th, the game. Uh, and I know a lot of people enjoyed it. And unfortunately, it got caught up 
in the whole Friday the 13th lawsuits where they just basically weren't allowed to develop anything for the game while those lawsuits went through massive amounts of appeals and everything, and it ended up killing the game itself. You can still play it. Unfortunately, it's just not in the state it used to be because now it's peer-to-peer, and we'll talk about something else that's peer-to-peer later uh, and maybe not that great because of it. But I really loved it. You all know I'm a huge horror movie buff. Not a lot of information, but another asymmetrical multiplayer game based on a horror franchise by a team that has proven they know how to do this, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This one gets a thumbs up from me as a reveal, even though we don't know a whole lot about it. But there are some people from the 1974 classic movie involved in the project to make sure that even if they add new items to the game, they still feel authentic to the original source material. So this one gets a thumbs up, but it's kind of like, a, I'm happy you're working on it. I don't know what the hell it is yet. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Jason, did you play Friday the 13th? Are you, were you into, into horror movies like this and, and games based on them? Uh, t- to be honest, these games just seem to be streamer fodder. People watch it, but few actually play it. We're all sad nerds with no friends. Oh, wait, I just read Mad Martha's uh, comment just now, verbatim, and that's exactly my feeling on it. <laughs> I've never played it, but I've watched people play it, and it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, Friday but, the 13th was damn I mean, I'm popular. Talking about, I'm yeah. sorry, talking about it. Yeah, Friday the 13th, yeah. Yeah, it and was yeah, damn really popular player count-wise. Yeah, but I, yeah, I definitely want to see people play this. I don't know if I want to play it myself because I'm bad at these sort of games. It, they're, they're almost better as like a social game than as a you know hardcore try to beat the system or whatever. Yeah, so. like grab a bunch of friends, go play Dead by Daylight exactly, type deal. Exactly. Gotcha. Kind of, kind of like a little like uh, Among Us in a way. Q, what do you think? Nah. Nah, just nah. nah. All right, moving on. That's about it. No, I, I like horror, but I like psychological horror, stuff like Rosemary's Baby, things like that. <laughs> she or was just like, nope. monster horror. This, but, this, but, you know, this yeah. this game might not be mature. It says it's only likely to have a mature rating. Likely. Well, it might, yeah. It might have a mature rating, so, you know. I mean, yeah, it better. Sure. It better. <laughs> if it doesn't, there's half of the audience that's interested in it not interested in it anymore. We got some PUBG news, Jason. What's going on on yeah. that front? It's actually going actually free to play, but not not teased, not not a little free to play light, not a weekend or anything like that. Actual full free to play coming in January on the twelfth, actually. So, just so I guess a their test that we said was probably a test uh, was successful. Which one? We've done like five already. Right. <laughs> between PUBG Light, between the ones the players weekend. said, "Don't do this, don't do this," and we said, "Yeah, they're probably gonna do this now." They're gonna do it, yeah. So yeah, it's going to be a PUBG. Sorry, remember it's PUBG Battlegrounds. So it's Player Unknown's Battlegrounds Battlegrounds. PUBG BG, G B G B G. G B G G G B G B G. But anyway, if you bought the game already, you're going to get. There's going to be a, a, a special, uh, you know, subscription. Uh, not subscription, but a one-time fee for uh, an account upgrade called Battlegrounds Plus. You're still showing the Chainsaw Massacre video. Um, uh, I'm just messing with the <laughs> shot there. My bad. Go there ahead. was a trailer for this, but I didn't find it. Apparently, put it in the article. I have to change that anyway. Uh, but yeah, twelve ninety nine account upgrade that you will get, of course, if you already purchased the game. Uh, has the uh, commemorative pack, includes battlegrounds plus and the in-game items and currency. So it's a little bit of like a veteran's reward type thing for you. Yeah, well, that's what any paid game does when it goes free to play. Yep. It has to give you the uh, option for that. Well, any paid game with sense. Well, yeah. Q, we've got 
official Lost Ark news. I know Zach is incredibly excited about this. It actually gets a release date and a new trailer. So if you're looking for something a little spiffy to watch, again, this is all stuff revealed at the Game Awards. We've got it all covered on MMOBomb.com. Make sure you come over, read the articles, comment, let us know what you think, and make sure you rate some of your favorite games while you're there. Or give some people some thumbs up and some thumbs down on their reviews if you don't like it. But what's the news on the Lost Ark front, Q? Uh, well, basically, just that it arrives February 11th. Uh, yeah. Except you have Founders Packs, you get, you know, a three-day head start. So there you go. If you don't have a Founders Pack and you want to get in early, you need to go buy one. I love the trailer. It was a bit of a story trailer, too. There is voiceover, so you definitely want to go and... And watch this one. February 11th, the day before my birthday. And as I found out via Twitter yesterday, the day uh, of your sister's birthday. Yes, yes. Zach found out I had a sister. He was amazed. I knew you had a sister. Obviously, I didn't know her I birthday. I feel like I knew this and forgot. Okay. So, However, Zach, that three-day that three day head start ain't going to apply to me because that's when the Crusader Kings 3 expansion comes out. So Zach I'm Sharp's going to be taking the first look for this one. Zach, I know you have early access, so let's try and get Zach that. Zach claimed the first look to this like three years ago. <laughs> that was <laughs> a gameplay mine. action Korean server special video. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I, he'll be doing that. I know you already have early access, so let's get that posted on February 11th on release day so everybody can check out the first look on that day. I think Three days is more than enough time for Zach Sharps to do a first look on this game. Zach will have like five characters at max level <laughs> yeah, by then. That's more than enough time for him to get one uh, there. We also had, uh, this was a kind of a surprise announcement, uh, Rumbleverse. Now, they actually are running, they announced it yesterday at the Game Awards, but they're running a closed beta right now. Uh, you could go and sign up for access. I did and uh, I signed up saying, they said, what systems do you have? Select all that apply. Okay, so I have PC, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. I check all five, I click submit. They sent me an email today, said, hey, you're invited. Here's the code for the system you requested, and it's PS5. I was like, well, I, didn't, I didn't request PS5. All you asked was, which ones could I play on? Select all that apply. I'm. It's going to be so short. I'm not taking the time to to get it all set up and and check it out. We will uh, be seeing this one early next year. It looks, you know, what like Fortnite without the guns, uh, basically. It's like, a, it's like a professional wrestling battle royale. Yeah, forty person battle royale. Go smack, punch, kick, grab a stop sign, beat somebody up. I'm just very tongue in cheek, little art cartoony style. But done by Epic Games, though, Q. So it's kind of like, wait a minute, don't you don't you already have one of those games? And oh, oh, it makes a lot of money, so you're gonna make another one. Ah, I got it. Well, and this, I guess, maybe this one is for all the people who don't like shooting. Yeah. Because it, it, you know, a, a rumble kind of thing is is a slightly different play style. Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. Uh, it's a shame because it looks cool. I kind of like it, but if it's only an Epic Game Store for PC, then I can't play it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be limited there. Oh, by the way, for you Final Fantasy VII remake fans, the uh, first version is coming to Epic Game Store. So if you don't have it on PC, there is nothing in the press release, and it's not something we would cover on MMO Bomb since it's single player. But I will tell you, there was nothing in the press release that said it was exclusive to Epic Games. Uh, but it might be some type of timed thing because Epic Games was the only platform they kept mentioning. So, PC. Are you on uh, Steam? I thought it was for some reason. Is it? I don't. I don't think it is. I don't know. I don't think it is. 
Um, and finally, again, this is not, by all means, this is not all the coverage. I don't think it's on PC at all yet. No, you're uh, right. It's not on. You're right. You're right. Uh, check out the site for more. But there's always one. Q, there's, there's always one. And uh, this year it was GTFO. Previous year we had like Warframe Ninja launch at the, the Video Game Awards and stuff like that. This year it was GTFO. Uh, I mean, I guess it technically launched. Yeah, sure. Has a release. But it, the people have been playing this for like two or three years now. <laughs> it's been in early access forever. Survival horror kind of co-op uh, multiplayer survive the prison type deal. We got keys. We're probably going to get more actually because Jason and I both requested keys apparently. We did not communicate on this one. So we, I didn't maybe, request. They just sent them to me. We'll uh we'll we'll have some keys to pass around the uh the office here and maybe do a uh, community stream like we did with uh, unfortunate spacemen. But yeah, and it's on sale right now too. So if you want to grab it to celebrate the launch, you can get it at 25% off. Uh, Warframe's actually out of beta. When did this happen? Yeah, yeah. it's also by a company that's not indie. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, last up before we do weekly bombs and everything, speaking of first look videos, Jason, you did a first look video, went up this week for Century Age of Ashes, the mm -hmm. dragon aerial dogfighting PvP game. I've streamed this before. Uh, when it was in an earlier beta, so I'll, I'll give you some of my impressions when we get there. But give us the the mini first look overview, Jason review for Century Age of Ashes. Well, I'm dead, as you can see on the video. Yeah, I, I that's like how that's the first thing we see. <laughs> well, that was you know, not I intentional. Yeah, oh no, I tried to die. Well, I have, I do have the achievement for running into a wall though, but uh, yeah, it was actually I was surprised actually because I, I saw this course coming around. I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's it's a PvP fighting flying game, and ooh, it's dragons. That's their shtick, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I kind of liked it. I like playing around with it. I I don't know if I'm going to get into it a ton, but I haven't uninstalled it yet. But it is kind of fun to just go around and try to pretend like you know what you're doing. I wish they had more classes. I wish they had a little more variety in the game, but recognize that it's a smaller company. They don't have a ton of stuff in there yet. It, it actually is still pretty well done, what they do have in there in terms of their progression their uh, cash shop the uh it's got it's got better progression than halo infinite for sure that's <laughs> what i'm comparing everything to nowadays. and you don't have to pay for the battle pass right now at least presumably yeah, at yeah. some point there will be a premium battle pass but not yet i suppose so yeah but yeah i mean i like i like how pretty much everything they're doing in there just wish there was a little more variety to it and of course you'll have your complaint but i that didn't come up for me so yeah, so I mentioned peer-to-peer -peer earlier. Century Age of Ashes is peer-to-peer -peer and definitely suffers for it, much in the same vein as For Honor did back when it was peer-to-peer. -peer. Uh, there are instances where you can go ahead and have your host disconnect because you know they disconnect or because they're losing or and it'll kill the match and you don't get any experience and stuff like that. So there are definitely bugs here. I liked this one in beta. I like this as a concept. I think it's a beautiful game, by the way. The I, I'm I, obviously not like top tier graphics, but impressive nonetheless. I love the look of all the dragons. There's a ton of variety when it comes to customization options, oh, yeah, both yeah. for your class and your dragon, and your growing and breeding dragons with dragon eggs and gaining experience. And there's a just a ton of customization stuff. And I think it's a beautiful game. It is bare bones. 
right now. There's, you know, like three or three different modes, like three or four different maps, three classes, you know, everything says more coming soon, more coming soon, more coming soon. This was all stuff that was in the beta. So it feels like I got to kill. <laughs> it feels like what I played in beta is here. There were, it feels like there were some changes too. And maybe if you've played this in beta, you can let me know if I'm just crazy here. This is definitely one that you'll probably feel better playing with a controller uh, than mouse and keyboard. But it feels like the movement was actually changed between beta and, and launch here. I remember turning being uh, something you really had to like get used to. Uh, now, basically, like every dragon can do it at the same speed. And also, like, I just feel like really? if somebody gets. Harder? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it used to be harder uh, using. You had to really get a touch for using the break and, and making your turns. And I also feel like you actually had a chance to get away from fireballs and stuff. And the tutorial does teach you how to, like, do that, cutting around obstacles and things. I just find like, man, you kind of get mowed down from behind anymore in, in the game. There really is a very, very small window and you got to be right place, right time. Maybe it's just me and I'm just bad at it. I haven't played it in a long time, but I feel like the controls have definitely changed. The Marauder class is OP. The, uh, the Phantom class uh, is one of the coolest classes, but it just gets wrecked. It absolutely gets yeah. wrecked. So there's there's some balance issues that they got to work out. Review wise, I think I got to give it like if I had to personally rate it, I I probably give it like a 6 right now. And I feel mm. really bad about you that. You always feel I never feel bad about trashing games. You I do. Hear. I'm not I'm not I don't feel bad cuz I'm because I don't want to trash them. That's why I feel bad. Well, there is a lot better. here and there is stuff that is worth taking a look at. It's free to play, so it's got yeah. that going for it. You don't have anything to lose. You're not going to be out some money for something maybe you didn't like. But I feel like there were some beta changes that I'm not really on board with, or I'm just imagining them uh, into launch. And it just feels a little bare bones. It's fun. It looks great. I love some of the customization options. I hope they keep that stuff up, and it'll go from a 6 to a 7, and maybe even at some point an 8. Uh, but for now, i got to put it at a 6. But it is a six that I would recommend if you even think you're remotely interested in it, that I do recommend you absolutely check it out. Q, what did you think? I mean, I conceptually, it seems neat, and I like dragons. I, I like aerial PvP. Like, that's what I did in Ion a lot. But I, I don't know if at this point it's something that I would, you know, want to spend hard drive space on, so... Only like I, six gig or something, I think. So is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, it's I, pretty I small. Know. They only have three maps, as we mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it is one of those things, though. That I do give credit to the team. What they've done here is cool. Sure, but I think you expect more options as far as gameplay modes, maps, mm -hmm. and classes for a game like this, because this is all you're going to do. This is not Halo Infinite where you've got all these multiplayer options, provided they, they have more anyway. Obviously a bigger studio, but there is also the single-player campaign. No, this is what you're going to do. Uh, that's it. And and so with, with so limited options, it does feel a little like uh, you kind of get annoyed with the repetition faster than you would with these generally repetitious-type games. Is it still installed, Jason? Yeah, it is. Hey, there it's you go. It's 10 gig, by the way. I've seen it. It's 10. Oh, yeah. 
Terra Nova saying turning was much slower during beta. From what I remember, this looks faster. Like I, tr I think they tried to make it a little more accessible because they, yeah. it was clear in beta that there were good players and there was everybody else. And the good players were the ones that had put in the time to learn how to control that dragon. Uh, that still happens a little bit. You can be better than somebody just based on your experience with control. But I, it's at the sacrifice of actually being able to get away from, from certain abilities. I just don't feel it right now. Or maybe I'm just bad. I don't know. Let us know what you think in the comments below. We're going to slide over now and uh, get started with the Weekly Bombs. You know, I think we'll go to Jason first. Yeah, I'm going to give an A-bomb to YouTube for removing the dislikes. Removing the, the <laughs> visuals of it. So that companies like Ubisoft could see. I mean, they can see because they're a video. Yeah, you can see, see them, but much, the public can't. Yeah. We should all be able to see how much people hate their NFTs. We should all be able to. All be able to. Mm. I like in the notes it says A-bomb. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I retyped it quickly because I, I had something else there, but then I changed it when we started talking about that. It, it made me mad. So. A bomb. I'm going to give a dub bomb to the Epic Game Store getting a freaking shopping cart. If you can't tell that this is a sarcastic dub bomb, I don't know what to do for you. A shopping cart, Q. A, mar a marvel of modern online storefront technologies finally comes to the Epic Game Store. You can buy more than one item at a time. How long ago was the Epic Game Store launched? I will say at least okay. at least their Twitter account was very tongue in cheek and acknowledging of the fact that the cart wasn't there for three years. <laughs> Did they explain why? Uh no. No. Uh go ahead, Q. Uh, I'm going to give a dub bomb to the Doki B music video that came out during the game awards yesterday. That was super cute. Uh, from chat here, the bomb from Ninja Pandas to the Game Awards host for calling out Blizzard live on stage and to Final Fantasy XIV for winning an award last night, which is well-deserved. Uh, they won more than one. Uh, and to Halo Infinite campaign for actually being good and for winning Best Voice Award, even though the multiplayer has been out longer than the campaign. Uh, Mad Martha says, A-bomb for Blizzard putting out a union-busting e internal email today. Uh, Jason, I assume you're going to take a look at that one. I'm just reading it now. Yeah. All right, Leon, let's see if we... Mad Martha, thanks for the heads up while we're doing this. Uh, Jess uh, posting that Blizz Jess, who quit the company. But, uh, no longer Blizz Jess. No longer Blizz Jess, yeah. Uh, from YouTube, Breckner Catalan says, De-bomb to Hearthstone for the Mercenaries edition. It's the most fun I've had in a Blizzard game in quite some time. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, hang on, because I was reading that. Um, Tikal2399 says, Having fun with those 2002s, Mike? Ugh. I know I am. You're right. Went with Kryl, did that whole quest line, didn't fight a thing until almost three hours in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. We will talk more Endwalker next week. Uh, we didn't want to bring it and do spoilers and stuff, but I'm sure Q and I have quite a lot to say, and Jason maybe will get you off 
for the holidays a little early. Yeah, and, yeah. I don't know what you're talking I'm about. At the, considering I'm at the final fight. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, Kyle, you're playing Final Fantasy V again? What? Yeah. I, and I know Justin last night thought, like, I went to um, Thavnir first because I just had to get out of Charlayan and, and stop reading stuff. And Justin on the Gaming Gumbo put in chat something like, oh, I think people that had connection issues probably didn't enjoy the first couple of hours of the game once they got in there. Ironically, I didn't have connection issues when I did that. I booted that up Friday before the Always Online podcast played, played after the show. So, no, I just did not enjoy the way that that started. It was very slow. Connection issues had nothing to do with it. Uh, go ahead, Q. Uh, P and Musta. Uh, EA, the worst gaming company ever. Activision Blizzard, hold my beer. Take two. No, wait, hold my beer. Yeah, yeah take two and there. Congratulations. Congratulations to it, it Takes Two, by the way. Uh, name not trademarked or copyrighted. Uh, because they took Game of the Year last night. I'm very happy for them. Fantastic game. I didn't expect them to scoop the that category up. I thought they were going to get shafted a little bit, but fantastic. Great, great job to them. Uh, to call also in chat saying, you know, he really didn't call out anybody specific, though. Just something, something harassment bad. I'm going to be honest. I watched like 95% of the Game Awards. I have no idea what you're talking about even. So that's how like fly by night his comments towards right Activision Blizzard right must have been. Oh, so I was still finishing up uh, the Relic grind then. Did, sure. did he like lambaste them specifically? or was No, he it... didn't call out any particular company by name. Oh, fuck off. He just said, we stand against bad things, basically, yeah. is what he said. Yeah, but you can still be on our advisory board. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Raggerty says, everyone was so gung-ho about New World, didn't bother to see the signs of what it has turned into. <laughs> I did reply to Raggerty on YouTube saying, to be fair here at MMO Bomb, only one of us was really gung-ho about New World. And we had him on last time, uh, two weeks ago, uh, and he did quite a bit of venting about the game. So <laughs> that would be Mr. Troy Blackburn. Okay, but to be fair, the only reason I wasn't gung-ho about it is I looked at the, the aesthetics and went, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Go ahead, Jason. Nasagra, A-bombed almost every, to every game released in February next year. My wallet is not ready. Yeah, February and March look stupid. Look stupid. Uh, as far as being full. Although, remember, February and March of last year was supposed to be full too. Uh, mm -hmm. And those things got spread out. So maybe we'll... The problem, I think, Jason, though, I think this one will be busier is this is when a lot of things are being delayed into, not delayed out of. So yeah. maybe February and March is going to suck a little bit. No, it's not going to suck because I'll just play what I want and not play what I don't. Well, for wallets, for wallets. Then but I don't buy them. <laughs> question it's easy. It's so easy, guys. You question of the week last week. Shut up, Jason. What's your initial impression of Endwalker? Uh, and I don't believe there are any spoilers in here. I did kind of, you know, kind of excise things a little bit. Nasagra says, question of the week. Why can't I? Get oh, yeah, because we also asked if you're not into 14. Why? What is it? You know, in Jason's case, it's, it's a sub. Okay. Could be that which, simple. Which I've realized is not just a sub. It's a notion of... If I buy a sub, I gotta play it. I gotta play it like fifty hours a month. I don't have uh, that. Much you're one of those with it, the but, the yeah. guilt. The guilt. I'm not gonna play it and then to like buy fifteen bucks and play like six hours. That's, that's a waste. Yeah. But you spend twenty dollars to go to a movie theater for? No, I don't. The hell, I do. <laughs> Two to three hours, like. I I get the budget f f 
stuff, whatever. He was like, I and have also, the... Also, okay, okay, okay. This is my other rant. This is my rant. Here, here's my new rant. And I've said this before. People are always like, oh, why did you pay $15 a month for a sub fee or whatever? And I was like, yeah, but you pay $20 or whatever to go to a movie. Yes. Everybody complains about the price of movie theaters. So don't use that as your comparison. Everybody hates that. So... I but, love I love movie theaters. Sure, but you don't like paying twenty bucks or whatever to go see one. I have theaters in my area that are and eight bucks for the popcorn. Nicely priced. The concessions is where my. Oh, theaters I don't get buy you. the popcorn. I buy the nachos. I don't buy shit. Yeah. I sneak that stuff, and all of a sudden, if Mike I buy the popcorn. I, yeah. I buy the huge ones. So I can get no, the refill. All of a sudden, Mike carries a purse. I don't even care. I don't even care. Say what you want. Say. Hey, ask me about my I... purse, Usher. Let's see if we have some words. Let's see when I was a kid in Minnesota, you go to a movie theater in the winter, you got the heavy coat, you could sneak like <laughs> right? piles of stuff in that. Yeah, see, I grew up in the desert, that wouldn't work. Yeah, see, yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't work so well in Texas either. Nasagra says, question leak, why can't I get into Final Fantasy XIV? Short answer, I'm weird. Long answer, when playing MMOs, I usually binge one type of content until I get tired of it, and then I switch to a different type of content and repeat until I've done everything that interests me. I can't really do that early on in Final Fantasy XIV because so much is locked behind the main story quest lines, which constantly jumps between solo questing and dungeons, etc. Now, I can get over that if the devs are using those restrictions to provide a higher quality experience overall, but A Realm Reborn is kind of garbage, so I just bounce off the game completely. Question for Mike, given my playstyle, do you think it would be worth watching a Let's Play of A Realm Reborn and then skipping to the first expansion? Dan from Playframe is doing a Let's Play of A Realm Reborn, and so far, I'm finding watching him play A Realm Reborn is more fun than playing it myself. So, yes, I would. However, you are still going to have that content gated behind the main story quest line throughout the other expansions. It's just to a lesser degree because you're dealing with expansions that are taking up 10 levels, and not the initial game, which is taking up 50 levels. Uh, so if that's your game style and you don't like that because they're forcing you to do a dungeon, then go do this, then do this and do this, that doesn't change. It just gets less cumbersome because it's for smaller increments. Jason, it looked like you had something to say there. Yeah, I, I think the saga should be playing Guild Wars too, based on how probably he says he yeah bounces around to various, various stuff. So yeah, the call says my mama used to say sneaking snacks in with that big ass purse of hers. Hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and I don't think a Realm Reborn sucks. I love a Realm Reborn, but as far as the content uh, locking, yeah, if if you want to like just binge on something. It's a little it's a little more challenging to do it in 14. I actually love A Realm Reborn and it's even faster now. I mean not a ton faster. They cut like 13% out of it. Uh but you have to be invested in the story, uh I guess and and okay with the way they're delivering the content. I I can't agree with you that it sucks. I can't go there, but I was I was never bored with the story with the main story quest or having yeah. to go around and do stuff. Yeah. And then I played New World and I was like, god, I hate doing main story quest shit. I love I I loved a in, Realm in, Reborn in and in New World probably still fine in, in, in <laughs> yeah. fourteen but go ahead Jason that, that one guy you have to go back to eighty three times uh, Breckner Callens says question of the week I tried Final Fantasy fourteen but I just can't get into story heavy MMOs anymore if the quests aren't voiced yeah so it spoiled me on that front that and the whole aesthetics of the game being a mix of medieval to modern looks just doesn't jive with me you see people running around dressed in skimpy bunny girls next to dudes and fully historical 
accurate plate armor. Wait, my plate armor is historically accurate? No armor in MMO is accurate. Except the, like the level three stuff you get, which actually is armor. Anything after that with the flaming shoulder pads or the... <laughs> As a dragoon, whatever. if I did this, I would stab myself in the head with my Yeah, armor. yeah. Uh, go ahead, uh, Q. Uh, Steven Mandel, expansion is highly disappointing so far, just boring. Steven, I, I want to know how far you got when you said that. Um, because as we talked about on the Relic Grind last night, even for me, like Die Hard, I love A Realm Reborn. I love Heavensward. Love it all. Die Hard 14 guy, you you know I've been covering it for 10, 8, 10 years now. Um, even I, like the first two to three, maybe even four hours was like, come on. I just want to kill something. Let's go. This is a graphic novel of information I already know. So like I wonder, I wonder Stephen, if you're watching this episode, we appreciate it. Welcome. Uh, let me know if your opinion has changed as, you, as you've gotten farther. Uh, Neobari says, question of the week, 35 hours over three days later, credits roll for Endwalker. I don't think it's as good as Shadowbringers, but it's still good overall. I'd call the storytelling uneven at best. Parts are excellent, but there's a few sour notes that stand out. Is it a success? Yes. Is it a triumph? I wouldn't go that far. Neobari uh, and I have known each other for a very long time. Is a, a man that shares exceptional tastes with somebody else, you know, me. Uh, and I, I agree. I'm not quite finished with the main storyline, but I agree with everything he's said there so far uh, in my experience, too. Go ahead, Jason. Uh, Timberlane Arcadia, Timberlane Arcadia says, there are a lot of good free-to-play MMOs out there that I haven't even reached the endgame in yet. Why would I pay a sub for anything when I have good free content still? It feels like flushing money. Jason, is that your YouTube name? Timberlane Arcadia? <laughs> it is not. But, no. <laughs> Finish it Close. up, Q. Japan's Freak. I wish I had an opinion on Inwalker, but when I stopped playing because of the sub, Okay, it did something weird there. But I stopped playing because of the sub. Maybe I it'll have I'll have the disposable income to resub in the future. Mike, you should edit these. No. No, we want one fresh. Yeah. Yeah, no. These, these we get all the comments fresh. You edit that. We have to edit them in real time. Yeah. That's the challenge. That's the challenge. That's the fun. That's in fact, the fun. I believe now you've been demoted for cues on the yep. site here. Yeah, you are rookie rookie editor. Rookie editor. Uh quite Question of the week for this week. What do you think? NFTs slash crypto in gaming, whether it's free-to-play, buy-to-play, doesn't matter, but it's application, blockchain, NFT, and crypto in gaming. For it, against it, what is the goods? What's the bads? Let us know what you think. I'm sure 90% of our last show of the year will just us be reading responses to this question <laughs> next week. So don't forget your weekly bombs while you're there. A double bomb for something good, a bomb for something bad in the comments right below on YouTube or on over on uh, MMOBomb.com. We grab them from both. .com takes priority. I grab all of those first. Unless you swear or say something really stupid, then I don't grab your comment. Until well, next week. Saying something stupid is actually the idea of the comments. True, true. Let us know. Fill the comments section. Tell your friends. Get them there, too. Q, until next week, where can everybody find you? Hanging out on Twitter at Quentin. Jason. On Twitter at Winter Formal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter, and uh, doing epic uh, boxing matches between Johnny Kilbane and, uh, what was the other one? Oh, yeah, 
Chalky Wright, Chalk, whose real name was Albert, by the way. The little bi- bi- biographies on the back of these guys. Wait, his first name or his last name is Albert? His first name was Albert. His first Albert. name was Albert, and he changed it to Chalky. Like, yeah. Like, talk so about his, going... his last name was White? R- right, yeah. His last name right. was Fierce Wright, yes. Talk oh, about from going from bad to worse. Chalky White. Well, it, was, it was probably a great uh, name in 1929. That's when he started boxing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right down there at Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at MMO Bomb so we can tweet at you every time we go live with the podcast stream. Make sure you come to the site, check out all the articles, first look videos, and more. Stay safe. We'll see you on the servers.